Welcome to The Money Show. I don't know if you've had an Airbnb, if you have operated an Airbnb, if you've resumed your Airbnb operations, because there was a time when it looked like hotels were going to be in a huge amount of trouble as the um, upstart rapscallions of tourism um, started uh, in the market, and that's Airbnb. But the market has got ways of dealing with big trends. Lots of people love using Airbnb, but the hype certainly has died down at one point where the hotels in South Africa wanting tougher regulation on Airbnb to treat them more like hotels, which would have defeated the object of the uh, renegade performers and the renegade operators of Airbnb. They said it was unfair that Airbnb didn't have to comply with their more rigorous hotel regulations. Now the threat to Airbnb seems to be coming from homeowners associations and bodies corporate which don't like short-term leases. Understandably, they pose serious security and nuisance risk as well. Joan Muller, the property editor at the FM, do we have any idea how Airbnb is actually performing in South Africa or are we just seeing a pushback against Airbnb? Joan, good evening. Hi, Bruce. Um, yes, there was a report that came out last year, late last year, an independent report by Genesis Analytics, and, and they basically looked at, at just the size of the market, and it has become a really big revenue spinner in South Africa. It's, um, I think they estimated that Airbnb hosts earned about $4 billion in, in um, South Africa. In 2022, it's created 50,000 jobs and uh, contributed about $23.5 billion to the economy. So I do think it is, uh, it is a huge market, and they are a huge player. Do we know what their uh, financial performance has been like, though, since COVID? Certainly, anecdotally, it would appear that there's been business falling off a cliff as a result of the, the, the slower uptake of Airbnb. Certainly, that's the anecdotal view. Do we have any intrinsic proof? Um, Bruce, look, I think obviously when, when the pandemic hit, um, you know, everybody in the hospitality and tourism industry um, was suffering. But I think what has happened is just in the last year or two, um, especially on the back of the rebound in overseas tourists, there's been a huge uptake again. So um, apart from the, the report that we've seen come out from Genesis last year, I suppose it is mostly anecdotal evidence. Um, if you talk to the Cape Town tourism people, they would all tell you that, you know, there's been huge demand, um, there's been huge uptake of all types of accommodation and the short-term letting and the short-term rental market is of course a big part of that. Tell me then why Bodies Corporate and why um, the homeowners associations are increasingly pushing back against uh, Airbnb because at one stage it was open season. If you had a flat that you weren't occupying, you put it on Airbnb and, and the cash was rolling in, or at least that's what we were told at a point. Yes, I think it's just really a question of um, growing demand for short-term lets, and especially in those tourist hotspots like Cape Town. Um, and, and so you, you mentioned earlier, Bruce, that it's become a nuisance. So if we look at the official stats of African numbers, for instance, um, there was a 42% increase in overseas tourists last year. Now a lot of them are going to the Cape um, and other hotspots. And of course, so you are finding that um, there's a lot more coming and going of, 
of random people. Many of those guests might not be um, vetted um, properly. Um, there is 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 a is a concern that there's a you know security risk. So uh, you know where do where do the homeowners turn? And of course they turn to their body corporates. And I think that's why they, we've seen this. Um, it's, it's quite a new trend, but we've just seen a lot of the body corporates now starting to either restrict short-term letting um, or ban it completely. And it's not just Airbnb, just to to make that clear. So it would be any short-term let. So whether you want to let your your apartment out on Booking.com or anywhere else, they're putting. Um, it, it's more about the, uh, restricting short-term lets uh, per se. But obviously, Airbnb is is a very um important and a very um big lister you know in that in that regard is it insurance implications because traditionally we're used to homeowners associations having a higher security rating and people feeling more comfortable in those environments but horrendous stories of people coming in renting under false ids coming in and then using a base like an airbnb or a short-term let um to effectively run raids on people who are quite complacent in these sorts of environments um and some some horrendous stories over the years um is there an insurance element to this too I would imagine, um, I think Airbnb itself would probably say that, you know, they have very stringent vetting rules in place. And of course, um, you know, part of the fees that people would pay your hosts to Airbnb, that would probably cover um, the insurance part of, of any damages. And they, they are sort of legal channels that Airbnb hosts can follow if, if they found that they had a guest who damaged, who caused damages, um, and so on. So mm. I think they, they, they do have recourse. Um, but, yeah, I think it's also just boost from, from the buy-to-let perspective. There's been a huge surge also in buy-to-let investors buying apartments in Cape Town specifically to let out to all these tourists that are coming into our country. So, um, yeah, that, that is probably also a, a part of the story where – a lot of people are buying these apartments specifically to let them out on the short-term platforms, but they're not aware of the rules of the body corporate. So I think that's that's also part of the whole um, reason why um, the, the, this has become an issue. Joan Muller, thank you. Uh, Joan is the uh, the property editor at the Financial Mail.